Mm. Cheers. Cheers. What's up? Oh, what is up? Gin and tonic, baby. GNT, baby. <laughs> I'm Erin. I'm Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Erin was on her way over here, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, does she want, like, wine or whatever? But we brought some gin back from Alaska, and it's a very good gin. It is fucking, so good. It's so fucking good. It's, like, anise forward, mm. which is, like, a black licorice, but, like, a good, you know. Because I, like I hate black licorice. Right. But when it's, like, a fake taste about it. Well, when it's herbaceous, mm, mm-hmm, such mm-hmm. as this. Yeah. It's delightful. It's delightful. I'm I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Really into it. Well, um, how's everybody doing? What's going oh, on? Oh my god! I mean, boy, have we got a story for you? Yeah. Um, we'll get to that later, though. Any business? The biz, the biz. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You're gonna. By the time this comes out, you will have merch again. I will have merch again. Yeah. Um, our stuff has was delayed. I guess that's like my fucked up of the week too. Is that? Oh. Like, customer service is hard sometimes. I get it. But, like, managing expectations is all that you need to do. Mm. And (laughs) the the moving company was like, yeah, yeah, it'll be here by this date, whatever. And that date blew blew past. Mm. (laughs) And so DJ was, like, calling the moving company, like, where's our stuff? Where's our stuff, man? It's like, our whole life is in a fucking truck somewhere in the middle of the country. We don't know where, I don't know. It's like lost luggage, but a truck. Yeah. And, and they were just like, you know, we don't know. (laughs) We don't know where they were literally just like, that's not possible. I mean, it was, they were saying that to us and there's someone driving it. Yeah. Someone knows where it is. Make the phone call to the driver. I don't know. So, so they finally, like, we, after, like, DJ's third phone call, they were finally like, all right, this is the actual day that it's coming. Sorry for the, you know, premature yeah. date we you were given. It's like, just don't, just give us, because they gave us a date range. And it's mm-hmm. just like, we're not sure. There's might be some unforeseen fucking bullshit that's going to happen. Yeah. We'll let you know the a couple days before. Like, we were totally prepared to be working within this this fucking timeline. Yeah. But then somebody was like, oh, yeah, I was going to get there like on a couple days. And then, then it didn't. And we were just like, uh, the fuck? Yeah. So it's been like half a month. Yeah. So also it's like as it's happening, just call me and give me a heads up that it's delayed or whatever. You yeah. Know? Instead of like you having to call and be like, hi, this should have been here days ago. Yeah. That's dumb. It's bad. It's bad service in yeah. general. It's just bad. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, we're not, we don't give a shit. Like, I mean, it does kind of suck, but we're very lucky in that we have like some furniture to sit on and, yeah. and, you know, we're, we're just eating off of paper plates and it's like getting a little, but a little fucking old, but it's also like 2019. How can this not be managed better? I mean, and they have like a fucking cool app and everything yeah. and it's still just, it's still not yeah, good. yeah. Oh, so that's just a fucking that's a lipstick it's a, on a pig. It's lipstick on a pig for sure. Yeah, so that's that's really all. I was just, you know, I, I I'm uh, cycling through the same, you know, three t-shirts and <laughs> two pairs of shorts, <laughs> three pairs of underwear. Yeah, no, I have. I always pack a lot of chonies oh, yeah, when yeah, I travel too. or when oh. I'm gonna. You never know. I've never seen a meme like speak to me more, but it's like I'm one of those people that 
the PAX underwear, like I'm planning to have diarrhea every day of vacation. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's how I pack underwear. Like I Or like your period on accident, yeah. you know, yeah. or something. Or you sit I, in something weird. Also, and like, like I piss myself now on accident. Yeah. So you really yeah. do have to yeah, plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Granted, it's just piss, but still, you so. probably want to change your chones after that yeah. happens. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I got chonies. But yeah, I don't have very many. I don't have very many outfit options. You also have a washer and dryer, so like, yeah, everything's clean. It's not like you're no. still wearing. It's not like you're turning inside out and then outside in underwear no. every day. I know. <laughs> like on Mondays and Wednesdays, I wear this pair inside out. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I flip it back in or whatever. I, I rotate it so like the side is on my coochie. <laughs> Like the waistband? Like you have, like your legs through the waistband in one leg hole and then one leg hole in the waistband. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Your your bra, you're like, one day you're not wearing a bra, you just wear it. Like a loincloth. Oh my God. No, it doesn't even, I mean... It's just one pair of underwear, and they've gotten so crusty, it's worn down to, like, a fine patina, and you, you just spray it with Windex and wipe it down. It's fine. That's a weird-looking thong. It's not a thong. It's just my chonies have worn away over time. They've eroded. <laughs> no, but, I mean, we're, we're in good shape. We're fine. That, that's why we're, like, not su- – we weren't super stressed about it, but at the same time, it's just like, well, I kind of want, you know, I don't know, my stuff. Yeah. I just had a thought. What? Okay, instead of lingerie, it's lingerie, and mm. like it's just underwear that you like when you're traveling. <laughs> it's like the clean underwear that you like hang out in once you get there. It's lingerie. Uh, it already has like pre-torn holes. <laughs> like it's how like it's like your period yeah. yeah. It's like jeans that are distressed. <laughs> <laughs> These chonies are in distress. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> TM. TM. Trademark. You guys, there's so many things we're trademarking this episode. Just oh wait. God, <laughs> um what's your fucked up of the week? Um, I don't know. I well I started working this week. It's pretty bad. Uh, oh no. The job itself is fine and like the people there are very nice and stuff, but it's just like getting used to the commute again, which already today I've been like commuting three days now. Uh, it's better. But the first day, boy, was that hard. I was like in such a bad mood. Yeah. I was such a dick, like to Pete and stuff. I was just like, like I have to go to work today. I hate it. Um, but I did it and it's fine. And it's actually ne- next door to a really nice mall. Mm. So that's fun. And then today I got to like plug the podcast to all my coworkers. Hell um, yeah. They seem cool. But like, you know, the first day was hard because no one really talked to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's like starting new school or something. I know. And it just like feels icky. But all right. But I knew some people there that made me feel good, like from my previous jobs. And then everyone's like loosening up now. Yeah. And I'm being like more social and like doing actual work. So it's like, yeah. Okay. I feel like I have You're, a purpose. You got to ease into it. Yeah, especially, in. especially after, you know, you haven't done that work in so long that it's yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. Actually, the whole process of getting integrated into a workplace is like, it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. It's just like feel like you just feel like a kid again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like uncharted territory. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, bitch, that's a transition. Ooh, segue ho. <laughs> I probably could have done a better segue from my trip, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Um, well, 
Nicole was just up in Alaska mm-hmm. and um I went to a museum. You went to a museum. Seemed pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um and you sent me a picture of an exhibit that you were traversing. Yeah, it was. You know what? I had one Pete and I had one day overlap on our vacation cuz he was up there running a relay with his brothers and I was up there hanging out with my sister-in-law and our niece and nephew and Pete's parents and just like kind of hanging out waiting for Pete to yeah. finish this thing. And uh so we had one day of overlap and we basically like we fucking it was such a beautiful day. We went mm. to this brewery and we ate lunch on the roof and oh. it was like kind of cold, but we had jackets and stuff. Yeah. And, but we were like outside and it was like sunny and pretty. And it's like refreshing. Yeah. yeah. And it was uh. like so nice not to be 90 something degrees. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, everyone had been saying, oh, there's this exhibit. It's like uh, it's all about the Franklin expedition and like. It was this crazy expedition where, like, people got lost. They didn't know what happened to them. But, like, a couple of years ago, some divers, like, found some stuff. And, like, they've pieced it together. So we're like, all right. It was. Well, it was cool. Well. <laughs> the story of it is cool. The story is very cool. I did not understand, like, some of it. I was like, oh, this didn't feel like a narrative in mm, a way. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is kind of hard to understand. But actually. Like the fucking- exhibit itself. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But then you don't need to. There's, like, cool videos that you can look at of, like, yeah. the seafloor. There's, like, artifacts. There's, like, fucking pictures of dead people. Yeah. There's some shit. And so it was fun. And, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's what our topic is. It's Love it. about the Franklin Expedition. Oh, my gosh. Whew. I mean... I didn't know about this, did you? I had no idea. I feel like this is probably, I mean, it's probably more, you might learn about it in school if you're, if you're from Canada, from Canada or, or or if you're British. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause this was an expedition led by a British dude. Mm -hmm. Um, so back in the 1800s, Europeans were really looking for ways to, you know, capitalize on other countries it's called colonialism um <laughs> <Look it> up. <laughs> but <laughs> they're <laughs> it's called colonialism yeah well they were also they were looking for trade routes all over the all over the map and uh one particular tr- they were trying to find a shortcut mm. in particular to asia because they had to fucking sail around the you know uh, entire countries. continent of Africa to get to Asia. Yeah, yeah. So they wanted to find a route that was like up and over mm. the top of the globe. Um, so it would require going, um, it, they called it the Northwest Passage. Mm. There was a Northeast Passage, but that's not what we're talking about today. Um, <laughs> we're talking about the North, Northwest. The other one. The other one. So they were trying to go like up through the archipelago of the Arctic of the Canadian Arctic. Mm, mm-hmm. So there's like all kinds of little islands and stuff up there, but it's mostly very frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Arctic. Uh, so <laughs> they were looking for this, this route that could be traversed via they cause it couldn't, you could kind of go via land if it was all frozen, but what yeah. they wanted to do was find a, a shipping route. Mm. So they had to go a certain time of year and it was all very complicated. It seemed like it was a really hard thing to do. Yeah. Um, lots of people died trying to do it. Um, but this one guy, he, he decided, well, he was appointed to do this job. His name was Captain Sir John Franklin. Mm. 
Um, and then there are some other people involved too, but it's called the Franklin Expedition, so we'll we'll stick with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, so, yeah. I mean, it wasn't him by himself on a. No, there's like 129 <laughs> other people, and there was like also this dude Barrow, Sir Barrow. He yeah, was yeah, yeah. he was like the other guy that I think captained the mm. other ship because there was two ships that went in mm. this expedition. Yeah, and um, they. Basically, if you time it wrong, just like anything else, like they knew they were probably going to spend a winter up there because if they're going along and the ice freezes, they get stuck in the ice, basically. You have to wait to thaw. You have to wait for it to thaw. They were totally prepared for that. I think they even had like icebreaker dudes who like go trek out and like Like, break up the ice. Yeah, like axe it. Yeah, and there's a whole process to it. Um, And this was pretty crazy too at the time. They had uh, outfitted these ships with um, the first kind of like crude kind of engines. Oh. This is like all new technology that was on the ship. Weighed it down kind of a lot. So I don't think they could have had as many provisions as they mm. should have had because of that. But he, neither here nor there because it, spoiler alert, didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, yeah, things don't end well for them. No. But uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, I think also, like, if you don't know where you're going, like, they essentially set out to map the Northwest Passage. Mm-hmm. Like, they they knew something existed from, like, hearing of other people's travels, but, like, they didn't know the exact route or whatever. So they're like, oh, we need to, like, map this. It's uncharted territory. Like, they didn't know for sure if it could if be it traversed. Yeah. And, like, so how do you pack for that? It's well, like, that's you the need thing. Hella underwear, you know what I mean? Especially back then. Yeah, I mean, they were prepared to go for like to be gone for two years, like yeah. at least. Like oh. these were this was like the amount of time that they knew they would be de- dedicating because like they would probably get to a certain point where they'd be like, "All right, we either got to turn around or we got to yeah. keep going." But like, how do you know if you should keep going? I don't yeah. know. It's crazy. Well. I mean, once people start, like, dying... I feel like it's a... like, turn around. Yeah. Or, like, once you've been frozen for a long-ass time, like, your boat's frozen, and finally it clears up, if it does. Yeah. You gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's either really stupid or, you know, hardcore perseverance to keep going. (laughs) It's the fucking 1800s. What else are you gonna do? You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Get out and see the world because, like, no one else has seen it. It's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. I mean, when you think about it, just, like, having no idea what was out there. And these people were pretty pretty brave, pretty – I mean, this was – a lot of the people that got on these expeditions, that was their life. Like, some – a lot of them probably didn't – I mean, a lot of them did have families, but a lot of them probably didn't. They they had nothing to – they had nothing to go back to sometimes. So, just a very interesting life. Mm -hmm. Um Life of a sailor. Life of a sailor. So anyway, so like I said, they didn't make it. And it's particularly fucked up because it ended up being, um, let's just call it the Donner Party on Ice. (laughs) TM. (laughs) Ooh, Lord. Coming to you this winter. (laughs) (laughs) These motherfuckers. Well... I mean, it's very similar to the Donner Party. It's right around the same time. Donner Party was like 18, mid-1800s. 
Like they didn't know it was fucked up to eat people. Yeah, was this was this a thing? I don't know. Like, what I mean, we'll try it. It's early. No <laughs> one's there's no books that say you shouldn't do it. Y'all ever tried calf? You mean like uh, <laughs> like baby cow? No, 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 no. <laughs> like a baby's calf. <laughs> no, like like a calf, like part of the leg. <laughs> like a human baby's calf. It's good. Tasty. Uh, you ever tried veal? What about heel? <laughs> but like the donner party we have these white dudes trying to blaze a trail we got them getting stuck in the worst possible place in the middle of winter um they ran out of food obviously oh of course and then the eventual cannibalism oh my god so a lot of similarities um so it took about 170-ish years to figure out exactly what happened to the Franklin expedition because they were way the fuck out there <laughs> when they got stuck. They were, I mean, they were like way, way, way out in yeah. the middle of nowhere. Um, and they kind of just disappeared. There was no survivors, nobody to come back and say, hey, oh, there's all these bodies up here. Yeah. Um, but they started out with a crew of 129 and nobody came back. And... Um, Captain Sir John Franklin really thought he had it together. Uh, he thought he had enough provisions. He thought like everything was going to be fine, but it really was not. So like I said, 170 years to figure out what happened. Um, and lots of, uh, searches were launched over the years, but only bits of artifacts from the expedition were found at a time. So piecing together exactly what happened to draw a definitive conclusion was really, really hard to figure out yeah. um, until, and we'll get to this later, they eventually found all the all the pieces. Fuck in 2014. We were just talking before we started recording. Like, it's wild that, like, yeah. we read all this stuff in history books, and it's like, you don't think you're going to find, I don't know, like, you don't, you feel like some of these stories aren't going to be finished or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, whatever happened to... Yeah, there's, like, definitely... The Black Dolly or something. Yeah. Know, that's, like, not as old. But, you know, it's like, oh, we will never know the answers. But, like, some stuff, we still are fi- going to find the answers. Yeah, it's really cool to think of that. Like, a lot of stuff hasn't been discovered in this yeah. world. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, I feel like our entire world's so global that it's, like, everything that we want to know we can find on our fucking smartphones. And it's just, like, there's still stuff that has not been discovered mm-hmm. or I don't know, figured yeah. out. It's really interesting. So, okay, we're going to just go through a quick timeline here Can't about wait. what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so 1845 and this is the year that they get their shit together and go on the expedition. Year of our Lord. May 19th. They <laughs> set sail from England. <laughs> year of our Lord. <laughs> I don't know why. I already drank my almost my whole gin and tonic I and mean, we're 20 minutes in. Tight. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> ah, donor party on ice. Donner party on ice. <sighs> it's going to be a... <laughs> Disney donor party. <laughs> this holiday season, come see donor party on ice. The ice capades. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, well, they, I mean, it gets real wild real slow. Woo. Excuse me. It gets real wild real slow. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So yeah, they set sail May nineteenth, eighteen forty-five. Then they they hit up uh, Greenland in July of eighteen forty-five. They sent home some men um, and some letters. Probably these guys were real pieces of shit if yeah. they got they, kicked off the expedition. For sure, they were like completely incompetent. Yeah, they they sucked at their jobs. They're like you ever eat people? Yeah, and they're like, oh, you should leave not knowing. You know what? Can you just take these letters back to England? Thanks so much. Oh, you four also. So go ahead. <laughs> um, July 28th, 1845 was the last sighting of the expedition by Europeans, mm-hmm. uh, which was seen by a whaling ship in Baffin Bay. Mm. Um, 1845 to 1846, uh, during the winter, the expedition chilled out on Beachy Island, not beachy at all when it's a uh, <laughs> negative 12. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, an Island just, I don't think that should be the word for a slab of land in the middle of ice. I don't know. Yeah. Like technically it's an Island, but also technically it's like connected to this giant sheet of ice Yeah, that like spans. Yeah. The whole North, the whole pole. top of the yeah <laughs> whole top of the globe um, is Biffin Island? What was it? Baffin Bay. Oh, Baffin Bay. Do you know we have a boner bay here? I'll have to take you there. Here in Long Beach? Yeah. Psh, strong Beach. It's real. <laughs> boner uh, Bay. Anyway, Baffin Bay reminded me of Boofin. Boofin. <laughs> and then I was like, Boofin Bay. <laughs> Except you know Boofin Bay. You know when someone's Boofin and Boofin Bay because of the bubbles. Ooh, bitch. <laughs> Uh, well, they're on an island in the wintertime, but a not, not a cool one. Yeah. And three crewmen died of tuberculosis during this first winter and are buried there. Is it a hundred percent tuberculosis like that we know? Or is it like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know one of the guys that they buried there had, um, so, like, these three dudes are, like, super well-preserved. Yeah. Because of how cold the temperatures are there. Yeah. And they, like, buried them on this island. And there was, like, pictures of... We we have a picture. We're going to post a side-by-side <laughs> comparison. It's incredibly disrespectful, Dude. yet so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, the, I look... I must be related to one of these guys. <laughs> anyway... Look for it on Instagram. <laughs> Nicole's going to compare herself to a mummified uh, dead, dead sailor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could be related because I have like Scottish roots. So mm-hmm. maybe, you know, there's yeah. like whatever. Yeah, could be. Um, but yeah, these guys are were like super well preserved and they like re-exhumed their bodies when mm-hmm. they found evidence of this expedition in 2014 to like help piece together the story of like yeah. how all these people died because eventually they all died. Um, I would, like, my first guess would be because it's really fucking cold. It's <laughs> so cold and, like, they ran out of food. But then, also, there were some other things going on. Anyway, they, like, they, like, looked at their gut fauna and stuff like yeah. that. Which is, like, wild to me. I still don't understand, like, yeah. scientifically how you can do that on a corpse. But I guess because a lot of the, their tummy was preserved. Yeah, and I think like whatever bacteria is still like alive yeah. is feeding off of whatever. Oh. I don't know. Or it leaves like a thumbprint of yeah. some sort that they can read. Anyway, so yeah. there was like signs of other things that maybe went wrong, but like most likely they died from TB. TB. Just these like, just these three people just at these least. Just these three people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they uh, they were they were 
let off the boat before like shit got real. Yeah, because they TB is contagious, so yeah, you can't really get rid. Can't be in close quarters. Right. Yeah, and and a boat is only close quarters. Yeah, in case anyone didn't know that, I'm pretty sure that is like a sailing term. Close oh. quarters. I'm pretty sure. It's like captain's quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty positive. Yeah. Cool. Um, wow, that's cool. So, the, did I already say the names of the the no, ships? We okay. gotta say them because <laughs> fucking fuck me if I'm getting on this boat. Yeah. Okay. The first one, the name of the first ship is HMS Erber, Erbus, 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 Erbus. Man, that gin and tonic's really kicking you. <laughs> Good. Get to my level, bitch. You sounded like a muppet. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, the second ship was the HMS Terror. <laughs> okay, I didn't know this, but AMC had a had a show. I, I watched it. La- Did you watch it? Just like the two ter- nights ago, because I knew. Yeah, yeah, the Terror. So the every season is different, or there's two seasons, and the first season was a, a loosely based yeah. on the Franklin Expedition. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely going to watch that. I just like found that out today. Um, and then the second season seems like more, I don't, I don't know what the second season's about, but it seems, it looks like it revolves around like Japanese horror. Oh, like it, I don't like know. Like some event in Japanese history, maybe. I don't know. Oh, well it was, it's, it's like, uh, the production's good and like, it yeah. And like really good show. cast. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, it got like, I don't think it was like accurate to this and I was like oh no it's like a little fanciful I think so because it's like it's a horror yeah show um but the name of this fucking ship is the HMS Terror it's dude why are you gonna get on that I don't it just seems like a bad idea yeah it's really creepy um so like like, um we're looking for a crew to man our HMS sink (laughs) (laughs) our HMS disaster (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Oh my god. HMS disaster. H- HMS crash on the rocks. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Yeah, HMS the- bottom feeder. <laughs> HMS we're gonna eat each other. That's one word. Capitalized. H- HMS cannibal. <laughs> oh yeah. So eighteen forty six, the Erebus and the Terror leave Beachy Island, and they sail down Peel Sound uh, toward King William Island. Mm -hmm. Um, And late, not that much later, not that much later in September. This is, I mean, so they probably they were sailing for a while, but there, remember, there is like they have to traverse like chunks of ice and stuff, and and this is yeah, this isn't like a regular fucking open sea situation. There's, it's like the Titanic, but like Frogger. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) They're just having to dodge icebergs all the time. There's like a dude who's just like, iceberg, right ahead. Every 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, He's just like, so he's like, iceberg. (laughs) They're like, yeah, we know. know. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it's my job. Yeah. So they're just constantly dodging chunks of ice. Um, This was like a particularly bad winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, that's another thing. Because, like, they went in summer. Like, they're there in fucking July. They set out for this shit or whatever. Yeah, it's not like 
it's not entirely their fault. Like no. n- none of this was in within their control. Yeah. Like all a lot of this stuff, and they didn't have fucking weather dot com. They didn't have goddamn people telling them no. like, hey, this is going to be an early winter. They mm-hmm. did have. I mean, Benjamin Franklin was out here in these streets trying to make the farmers' almanac happen, <laughs> but like. <laughs> They didn't have one for the Arctic. With his fucking little pantaloons. Yeah. His tails. Goddamn. Coat tails. Kite and shit. Yeah. He's looking out here with a string kite. Yeah. So. Being like, things are going to freeze. Be careful. (laughs) You be careful now. That's a real rough winter. Um, (laughs) Benjamin Frank. Ha. Hey, y'all got that cute little Franklin expedition going on. Cute. My name is Benjamin Franklin. (laughs) You could call me Benny Franks. What if he really talked like that? He did it. <laughs> we don't know what he said. He like, it wasn't that. <laughs> you don't know that? Man, this gin is really good. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so good. It's that fucking Alaskan gin. It's like, it's like one step above hooch. Yeah, seriously. It's fucking moonshine, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> my voice is lowering. It's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. Um, okay, so really bad winter. It's just like the dawn. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, no. I'm um, just coughing. Are you going to make it? I'm making it. Okay. I'll have um, more gin. It's my medicine. <laughs> my medicine. I'm Benjamin. Wait. <laughs> Hi, I'm Benjamin Frank. I'm Benny Franks. <laughs> uh, I've never had uh, electricity. <laughs> With a kite. I invented bifocals. I invented the Franklin stove. But I didn't go on the Franklin expedition. <laughs> I would be dead. I would be eating people. <laughs> Benny Franks doesn't eat people. <laughs> I don't know what this voice oh is. Oh my God, I love it so. Benny Franks doesn't eat people. He invents uh, stuff. Look at my short pants. Do you see how they don't go all the way down to my shoes? Do you like my fur hat? <laughs> Do you like the extra long tongue on my shoes? <laughs> my shiny buckles? I, I like... I, I, I love buckles. <laughs> my belt has a buckle. My shoes have buckle. My right shoe has a buckle, and my left shoe has a buckle. My coat has a buckle. Y'all see this belt buckle here? I don't know. Uh, You're snorting. I'm so wearing much. two. I'm wearing two belts because I like a buckle buckle. I don't know if you noticed, but I have garters on, and there's buckles on there. They hold my socks up. <laughs> Under my pantaloons. <laughs> okay. Oh, we got it. Oh you go. Okay. okay. I'm fully crying. I'm okay. Goddamn mess. This shit doesn't have anything to do with Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, I wish it did. Our imagined version of Benjamin Franklin. Our reimagined version <laughs> yeah. of the Franklin expedition is 90% Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> He fucking comes in like a Marvel superhero and just saves everyone. He like snaps his fingers and the ice melts. I don't know. He's like, this is electricity. It's going to warm up all this ice. You'll be able to travel home. (laughs) Y'all are going to love it. Okay. Okay. Love America. (laughs) 
back. <laughs> it's 1846. They already spent a winter out on Beachy Island. Right. Three people died. They leave Beachy Island. Oh, right. After it, was, it was like frozen. Like the, the ship was literally frozen in, in the, the ice. And yeah, it, yeah. yeah. And then they were like, okay, it's, it's melted enough for us to keep going. So yeah. they keep going. Barely. Uh, September 12th, 1846. The ship gets trapped in the ice again, right off the King William Island. They coast. went like fucking five feet. Yeah. And then they were trapped. Like it like they were just stuck in the same area. Yeah. And they were really, really stuck this time. Mm-hmm. So through the rest of 1846 and into the beginning of 1847, they stayed on King William Island. Like they were able to get off the ship. Right. Cause it's all frozen. It's all frozen. The ship to the, to the island. Yeah. Yeah. They were able to walk across the, the frozen fucking ocean basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then May, t- oh, yeah, they're on King William Island. Then May 28th, 1847, a sledge party, which is where they literally go out in front of the boat and fucking sledgehammer the fucking ice so that yeah. the boat can keep moving. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what that is. <laughs> they yeah. had they had specific dudes mm-hmm. on, like crew members on the ship that just did this. Yeah, that sounds real. Um, so they... The sledge party was led by Lieutenant Graham Gore, and they leave notes uh, at, like, checkpoints, um, Victory Point and Gore Point, and they both of the notes say that everything's fine, all well. So then they, then... Right, and, like, it's only been a year. It's only, it's only been two years, but, like... Which they, is, like, a normal amount of time yeah, for these expeditions. For, if you, like, mapping the world. I mean, yeah, these people, th- nobody knows anything. Nobody knows where they're going, what's happening. They give themselves like two to three years, like yeah. as the, that's, that's a totally yeah. normal amount of time. Uh-huh. So, um, then Franklin dies mm. on June 11th, 1847. So then they're without their captain. Okay. Which like is a problem in general, but also, um, I listened to that things you should know from history class podcast. And they have Mm -hmm. like a short episode on this. He was one of like, I think three people who had experience sailing in like in the Arctic. Arctic. Yeah. Like, which is a very specific skill set. Yeah. And you have to like know about a lot of things relating to ice and cold temperatures. Right. And like he died. And I mean, I think the, the, So he had done a couple other expeditions. He has experience in this, but he was with experience comes age. He was pretty fucking old for the time. Like he was in his sixties. Old for like to be captaining a ship on this like expedition. Yeah. So in really bad, like really bad conditions. The healthiest person is going to have a hard time on this journey. I mean, three dudes in their twenties probably had already died. So anyway, um, so he dies they're without a captain. Um, and then 1847 to 1848, the they had to winter again off of King William Island because mm-hmm. the ice never thawed. Um, they just yeah, stayed they an entire fucking year. Dude. Insane. Another year. Yeah, another whole whole ass fucking mm-hmm. year there. Just fucking boat stuck in an ice cube. Ugh, it's so crazy. <laughs> um, two boats stuck two in. Two boats, yeah, yeah. Two boats. Uh, so then, 
April 22nd, 1848, the Erebus and the Terror are abandoned after mm. one year and seven months trapped in the ice. Oh, my God. <sighs> that's a long, that's almost two fucking years. Yeah. It was so it was, winters. it was like a lost cause. I can't only yeah. imagine like how much damage is done to a boat that's just been trapped in ice for almost two years. Also, like you have to be super fucking desperate to leave the boat. Yeah. Where all your shit is. And uh, it's your only way back to home. But like one, you don't really know where that is. Cause like no one's ever been here. And two, this is like desolate. Ice. This is just fields of ice. Like yeah. it's not like it's an island, but it's just like covered in ice. You they you don't know if people live there, which they did. Like yeah. Inuit people did, natives. But like you just don't know what you're gonna find. Well, and I mean to leave the ship is to be like, okay, we're never we're never coming back. Right. And we're probably never gonna go back to to England. Right. Yeah. That that was their ride home. <laughs> Truly. Like, you're not hitchhiking out in this ice field, dude. And then you can't, like, send a text and tell people, like, hey, I left the ship. Like, (laughs) hey, I'm going to try and, like, hitch a ride. I mean, if they eventually get back to some sort of civilization, they could possibly send a letter. Yeah. um, And then, you know, maybe get picked up. But who knows when that'll be. And who knows if they'll even make it out of where they are. Yeah. Well, and, like, quote, unquote, civilization, like, there was civilization there. It just, like, it was the native people. They didn't speak the same language. Mm -mm. And also, like, they weren't subscribing to mail and all this. Like, you know, like, they just, yeah, they were, like, surviving in this fucking place. Yeah. And I, I don't mean civilization in yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. in that way. I yeah. mean, I mean, like, they, but they did come across people, right? Yeah. Uh, and there is like, this is like one of the cool parts. I think uh, it is that like there were Inuit people living there. This is how you knew too. It was like a really bad winter. Mm-hmm. They those people documented the Inuit people. The Inuit yeah. people documented how bad these winters were. Like yeah. they were having a hard time. So like here come these dudes, you know, from England, yeah, wielding their fucking, you know, forks and whatever they books that they brought off the oh yeah off the fine boat. china like <laughs> like they did not they did not pack well for this journey on foot. No. And they're like just like trying to make it happen, and the Inuit people are like, "What? What are these white happening? people doing? Yeah, like, are you gonna eat that book? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think you should have all this yeah. china. I don't Dude, know. <laughs> you should like, yeah, you should not have plates. Do you have more coats? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be cool. Yeah, some fire. Yeah, where's the bottoms of your pants? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, they they uh, they abandoned both the ships, um, and then then April twenty fifth, eighteen forty eight, is the date of a second note um, from the expedition saying that twenty four men have died, and that the survivors plan to start marching south uh, on April twenty sixth to the Black River or to the Back River or the Black River. I don't know. Oh, it's Black Black River. Black River. Yeah. Um. So this is, I think maybe this is when the cannibalism started. Ooh, yeah, because, yeah, I see your notes about, like, um, how, like, Inuit people, like, 
saw them doing they, this. They, they saw, saw them, them leaving the ship. Yeah, they saw them leaving the ship. They saw the, they saw people trekking, and yeah. then they the Inuit people actually found the abandoned ships. Yeah, and they like checked them out, and they were like, "Oh, this is where those dude, those white dudes came from. Yeah. It's from these ships." And then, then there is in like their history and their like records. Mm-hmm. There is people who were like, "Dude, those people are eating each other." Yeah. So around 1851, Inuit hunters see four men still trying to head south. Um, oh, and before that, there is uh, there was some. Inuit saw 40 men walking south on King William Island. Um, and then they see later in the the next year, four men still trying to head south. Last verified sighting of survivors. Um, Yikes. And the these Inuit uh, reports are being relayed to a, another person named Charles Hall, who is part of another search, who is part of a search party who eventually went mm. up. Um Oh, because we should say, not not that long into them. Well, so like two years into them being lost, mm-hmm. that was still a normal time. Like we just said, mm-hmm. um, normal amount of time to be gone in yeah. an expedition. They're like we haven't heard from them. But no red flags. Years. No red yeah. flags. Yeah, like you know, they're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Also, they had gotten. They had. I don't know if it, any. There was no, I don't know if there was letters getting out, but there was some, I don't know. I think there was still some like chatter, like, oh yeah, they're, they're still out there. Nothing, mm. no, no, nothing weird so far. I don't yeah. know. Maybe like other ships had like kind of, no, but no one saw them. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not. But, but I think they just assumed everything's, oh, I mean, they weren't worried. It yeah. takes a long time to fucking map new lands. Yeah. So, but then after two years, they're like, ooh. Yeah, like we totally should have heard by that, like heard from them by now. Yeah, and Franklin's wife was like got upset, Lady Franklin. Yeah, Jane, I think Lady Jane mm-hmm. Franklin. Yeah, um, and she's and also I think she was like connected somehow to like royalty, and she was like, hey. she had some connections. Yeah. yeah, they were like, well, they were he was uh, like a captain in the Royal Army, so like they're know, they're well connected. Yeah, they're yeah. well connected. So she's like, hey, this isn't cool. She like starts a campaign. Um, and so they start sending people out. They start sending boats out to try and find them. Yeah. They, um, well, so after two years pass, yeah, no word. Right. She's like, Hey, like even other people, not just her, like he was an important dude. Yeah. Yeah. No people. Cause also like, I mean, the queen was also like, dude, like we sent these people out. Also what happened? those ships were fucking a lot of money too. Yeah. Um, so they were like, everybody's like, Hey, you remember how that one guy was going to try and see if there's a way to Asia? Have you, have you heard from him? <laughs> and, and is he like fully lost. Is he like fully lost or yeah. sending letters? What the, what's going on? And then Jane was like, yeah, he hasn't hollered at me in <laughs> literal years. I think something should be done. <laughs> And even people like in Parliament and some of the British newspapers were like, "Yeah, let's figure this out, guys." Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, the fucking Admiralty—that's the government department that's in in charge of um, the British Royal Navy. Yeah, they were like, "Calm down, yeah. you guys. This is how long expeditions take." Like uh, maybe you. Uh, I'm sorry. Like maybe you've never been on an expedition, so you wouldn't know. You but wouldn't actually, know. Actually, yeah, they like. <laughs> Well, actually, 
all these people. Um, but they're like, if it makes you feel any better, we'll send some, you know, surge parties out. We'll do a three prong approach. They like had this whole plan that they laid out and, um, they basically in the spring of 1848, um, they sent an overland rescue party led by John Richardson and John Ray down the McKenzie River to the Canadian Arctic coast. And then two expeditions by sea were also launched, one led by James Clark Ross entering the Canadian Arctic archipelago through Lancaster Sound, Lancaster, Lancaster, and the other commanded by Henry Kellett entering from the Pacific side. And then in addition to that, the Admiralty offered a reward of 20,000 pounds, which would be like one, almost $2 million in today's money. Wow. Yeah. For, um, or 2 million pounds in today's money to quote any party or parties of any country who shall render assistance to the crews of the discovery ships under the command of Sir John Franklin. So there was like a lot of people there. I mean, eventually a lot of people found out about this and were like ready to go look for this guy Mm -hmm. for this whole, or for the whole expedition. Um, but that didn't work. Um, and then, you know, been however long since all these search parties went out and the British, uh, People became very concerned, um, and then the interest in finding the crew increased, and it just became like this whole cultural phenomenon, basically, yeah. in in England at the time. Um, they like wrote they wrote songs about Lady Franklin's lament, like they they had the, so like this like lore kind of built up around this entire expedition and and around. Um, uh, Captain Franklin. So it's like how people became obsessed with the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it was just such like I think it was like an exciting thing when it was happening. Like, oh, this is gonna be exciting. Like we're gonna like our country's gonna be responsible for like mapping this passage and like finding a way to like Yeah. Baltic lands or whatever you know, like whatever the fuck they were thinking. Yeah. And then to have it just like kind of unravel and then you're not hearing from anyone and then people are missing and then it's like it's like this mystery and it become yeah. so it, it got built up yeah. really really and just the fact that like the government really wasn't doing anything about yeah. I mean they eventually did something about it but still nothing came of it like yeah. they tried to do something about it and like they still couldn't find these people yeah. and they did end up like mapping the passage and like because there was, like, at any given time, like, 14 or 20 ships out there or something, and, like, just kind of bumping into each other. Yeah, and so just to, like, cap off the timeline, though, mm-hmm. so the, um, yeah, there's all these search parties up there, and this one guy, Charles Hall, who had gone up there trying to see if he could find anything, was the one that interviewed Inuit hunters. Mm. Um, and then... Other people had talked to local Inuits, and they were able to eventually find some, uh, like, little artifacts of the crew. So they knew that they had where they had kind of gone yeah, um, and where they had stayed. So this is how it starts getting all pieced together eventually. Right. They knew where, they knew where like the Inuit people had last seen mm-hmm. the ships, but they were no longer there. So they're like, where are they? And they did not have the technology to like look no. under the ocean or anything. No, but then they kind of, the last known whereabouts, the, the kind of, 
accounts from the Inuit, they were able to kind of like work backwards and like see, okay, logically they could have stayed here, here, and here yeah. during the winter when the, you know, the ships were stuck in the ice or whatever. So then this is how they like found all of traces of the crew. Like um, and this was like over the course of like 10, 20, 30 yeah. years yeah. Um, that this kept going. And then it kind of dropped off. Um, I think in 1859, uh, some dude found the abandoned boat and the messages um, on an admiralty form in a uh, on King William Island. So I not the... I think it was like a rowboat, not yeah, a, yeah, not a, and like dinghy. Yeah, like a little dinghy uh, that they had used to shuttle back and forth between the main ships. But mm-hmm. by then the main ships had sunk. So this was like kind of the biggest piece of information that they'd found. Yeah. And then in 2014, the Erebus was found. Yeah. Super recent. And then in Super. 2016, the wreck of the terror was found. Which is, like, totally wild. You should look up the photos because the, they, like, a Canadian search party basically went out yeah. and was, like, looking. And one cool thing is, like, the ships were exactly where the Inuit said they last saw them. Yeah. Like, to a T. To yeah. a T. But they were on the seafloor and technology hadn't improved. And so, like, they never would have found them. Like, the only reason they were able to see these ships is because the sonar mapping is, like, so detailed now Mm -hmm. like there's sonar footage of them coming across the boat on the seafloor and it is like you could see how intact it is yeah it's crystal clear that it's a ship and they were able to identify the Erebus first and then and then they um, sent divers down and they yeah they took like video and they like sent a little like undersea drone basically inside of the ship dude and everything is like perfectly preserved like all of the cold probably yeah because the water is super cold and also the silt had settled over everything and the silt protected Mm. uh all the stuff in the ship is very 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 cool yeah also another cool thing about the search the modern day kind of finding of these ships that's really interesting is that they um, have to ask permission from the Inuit people to go into these waters. Oh. It's it's not, it's Canadian water, but it's the Inuit's they land. They are respectful that of like, yeah. who owned it and like who, or like not yeah. owned it, but like who lived there first. Right, right yeah, because all, like a lot of those islands are, some of them are owned by the the owned, I should say, taken by the Canadian right, government, right. but a lot of that land is Inuit land. So yeah. are they, governed by the Canadian government. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. they have to they have to ask for permission. And I guess if you are just like in those waters like fishing or doing whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um doing I if you if they hadn't have asked per, for permission from the government and or from the Inuit people there's like a five hundred thousand dollar fine Whoa. if you're like in those waters without Whoa. their permission. Yeah, it's very very interesting. I watched this um, this little video about it. So cool. it's a it's crazy that they just kind of fucking took yeah. off and did and did this expedition. And there's nothing like super fucked up except for the cannibalism. Well, I mean, like let's talk about how did they actually die? Like, yeah, because. I think that was, like, the weirdest part of this um, exhibit in Alaska that Mm -hmm. we went to. Like, so there's this room, and it's like, if you're, like, uncomfortable (laughs) with death, yeah, like, you shouldn't come in here. Because we talk about, like, there's, like, pictures of the three dudes who died 
before they got stuck and like yeah. they were left on Wibbly Island or whatever. Beachy. Beachy. Um, on Beachy Island. <laughs> frozen Beachy Island. Um, and so there's like pictures of them who they're like so well preserved, like we were saying earlier, which I almost forgot because I've been <laughs> drinking. Um, and then, but now I'm like settling back into it. Yeah. Like my, like, uh, like the clouds are parting. Yeah. The yeah. The ice yeah. is melting, if yeah. you will. Mm-hmm. And like things are happening in my brain again. Um, but so cannibalism, sure. That's like maybe one way. But that's after the fact. That's after the fact. And, right. These people are dying. If anything, that's how people stayed alive. Oh, yes. Oh, I like that. People are dying of natural causes, but it's keeping others alive. Yeah. Also, like, they're eating raw human flesh. Ugh. Gross. Ooh. I mean. Awful. At least the Donner Party was on land with, like, fucking wood and they could start a fire. You know yeah. what I mean? I can't remember if they did. Maybe we don't know that detail. Um, but so cannibalism may be one thing. TB we talked about that could have like taken out a few other ones, mm-hmm. but something that's very interesting. So when they like re-exhumed those bodies after they found the ships in 2014, they like needed, they, they wanted to have more evidence of like, um, maybe what could have happened to the, to the sailors and the crew. Um, they found traces in one of the guy's tummies of botulism. Oof. Which is, like, a very specific bacteria. Yeah. So, like, and if you look at, like, what they had on board in terms of, like, foods. Yeah. They were eating a lot of salted meat mm-hmm. and a lot of canned goods. They, like, brought a ton of canned goods. On. Well, and this is when canned good this canning was kind of a relatively new endeavor. Uh-huh. Factory canning, anyway. Uh-huh. And they needed their provisions within a certain amount of time before they set out before the for the expedition. And this cannery basically like did a rush job, and some of the welds on the cans were found to be kind of shitty. So yeah, which shit they could have been shitty, which compromised the seal and like grew bacteria. Yeah. And then some of the cans they found traces of like exploded cans when they yeah. checked in the boats, like in recent years. Also. Lead poisoning. Yeah. Uh, and I listening to that podcast earlier, the, like, what we should have learned in history class or whatever, um, they said that scurvy and lead poisoning take very similar, uh, like, like symptoms. symptoms. Yeah. And so, also, like, I think the Inuit people who were seeing these dudes, like, just carrying books around and not eating... <laughs> Like, we're maybe suffering from these things and, like, acting really weird. Yeah. Um, And, like, didn't, just, like, in general, didn't know how to survive in this icy tundra. Well, they disproved the the lead poisoning eventually. Yeah, because they were able to do, like, more detailed uh, analysis on, yeah, Yeah. their remains. Was it botulism, though? I don't know. A lot of it was malnutrition, so it might have been which is also scurvy. scurvy. Yeah, because yeah, so, that's lack of vitamin C, which you yeah. get from starvation. So like, yeah, they were starving. Yeah, they were they were starving. They were yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. So there was just like a lot of factors, but um, it, it, it mostly probably was just total malnutrition yeah. and um, any, any kind of sickness that you get from being fucking exposed. Yeah. in the fucking Arctic, like it's it's. I don't know. Well, yeah, like, Pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They're not going to survive. They have no food. They have 
yeah. water. I mean, I mean, and they had some. They had what seemed to be enough provisions, but really, but they were running out because they spent two winters, right? And then they left. So yeah. it's like, and also they were carrying books. <laughs> the, you the and book. unless you're eating books, which maybe you could for a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's a funny thing that you mentioned. So. <sighs> Candalism aside, yeah, I think one of the most fucked up things about this, yeah, this whole story is that um, John Franklin kind of sucked at commanding <laughs> Arctic expeditions. Yeah. He'd done this two times before. This was his third expedition. Um, to be fr- fair, he died. To be fair, he died. He died. <laughs> In the middle of it. But so the first expedition he did, there was some bullshit that happened, and it was cut short. Yeah. The second one he did took, I think, three years. So expeditions, to be fair, are very hard. Yeah. You know, you're doing something that nobody's really done before. You're trying to blaze a trail. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but the second expedition was very disastrous. So he, uh, it was a overland expedition from Hudson Bay to the Coppermine River Delta on the Arctic Ocean. Um, the, Same neighborhood as this other last one? Yeah, it's like a lot. Yeah, oh, okay. it's like. Kind of, kind of, sort of. Um, the party, they were out doing their thing, but they ref- they failed to come back to their base camp before the cold weather set in. Oh. So they, they were out exploring, trying to figure out, you know, what route to go, and they mistimed it and didn't make it back oh. um, to where they needed to be. Their canoes fell apart, uh-huh. and they ran out of food. Uh, I know why their canoes fell apart, because I saw an Inuit canoe in the exhibit, and you have to, like... You make the wooden canoe and then you wrap it in seal skin. Uh huh. You like sew it with um, watertight stitches. Yeah, seal skin is waterproof. Ding Hel- ding. Hello. And these dudes didn't know that. They didn't know shit. Um, so their canoes fell apart and they ran out of food. Uh, and <laughs> one of the dudes allegedly killed and ate several men. No. And then Franklin and the others in the party survived by nibbling shoe leather. Uh huh. So uh-huh. it wasn't quite a book, but it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, like they weren't eating people too. Yeah, sure, right, sure, sure, sure. Oh yeah, just shoe leather. Oh, I didn't oh, have yeah. any of that fucking calf. <laughs> this calf? No, 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 no. It's shoe leather. It's, yeah, it's not a foot. Not a foot. Just the shoe. Oh, I'm sorry. And like someone's making human flesh, which I think might smell amazing if you're starving to death oh, and they're like cooking it over a fire probably they're cooking it and you're over here eating your fucking shoe yeah bull fucking shit Bullshit. you ate people dude yeah you ate people yeah so they almost all died but they were saved by um yellow knife guides yellow knife uh people are first nations people oh, cool. um who live up in canada they're indigenous who brought them food and supplies like that's nice very nice, but also like let him die. Yeah, no, I was just kidding. <laughs> well, that, and that's something they couldn't do on the Franklin expedition because the winter had been so bad. They didn't. There was have nobody around themselves. No, they were yeah. like, "Sorry, dude, yeah. we got to take care of our own people." Yeah. Um. So he made it out of that alive, and when he came back to England after his horrible fucking second expedition, this he was hailed as a hero. Oh my god, his people eating expedition. Yeah, and he was like praised for eating his fucking boots to stay alive and i mean how the fuck do you get hired for a third expedition after being so shitty at your job like 
fucking someone's not checking references. No. Okay. Okay. First of all, a lot of this could have been prevented if they just got back to their base camp. So H-ha. H-ha. Franklin needed to be better at his job. Time management. Yeah. Quality control. Oh, my God. Planning and quality control for those fucking canoes. Fucking. Planning and preparation. Pack more food. Dude. Um. And then better background checks on your possible on your employees. Yeah, like you got to make sure there aren't any cannibals in your midst. Hello, or murderers, because that guy murdered people to eat them. Like they weren't just they didn't just die. He yeah, was yeah, just yeah. like he was like enjoy. Hi, I'm gonna kill yeah. you and I will eat you now. But like he was like da- survival. He was like dumbering like <laughs> hard. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, so oh my God. that to me is the most fucked up thing about this is how fucking John Franklin, get a mediocre ass white man, just keeps getting hired for new jobs. Also, fucking perception. Like when this man comes back and he's wearing his shoes still, and you're like, "How did you survive?" He's like, "I ate my shoes," and you're like, "Oh, those shoes? Where did those? What? Yeah. How many pairs of shoes did you bring?" Yeah. And he's like, "I mean, I ate the dead people's shoes and the feet. I like feet. Mm, feet. Yeah, he had like a weird foot fetish after <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he had a foot. Yeah, hunger." Darling Jane, let me just nibble your toes. Uh, <laughs> Hi's too hot. Hi's being Frank's here. Benny Frank's. <laughs> Maybe you like some buckles on your shoes. I like buckles. <laughs> Can you eat a buckle? Can you tickle me with a buckle? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we should stop. But that's it. They all died. They died, and now we know how they died because the Canadians found out. Yeah, and the Inuit people said it all along. They were yeah, like, they said it all along. They're like, duh, we told you that like fucking a hundred years ago. They're like that ship, it's in the bottom of the ocean, literally right here. And it took you till 2014, yeah. 2016 yeah. to find it. We told you that. Like, like, good for you. Yeah. Okay, cool. But also they don't care. They're like, listen, we're fucking busy. Do you know how cold it is here? We got shit to do. All right. You think like, yeah, you, you're like productive in the summer in some places. Like, you know, like in places where they have bad weather, like you have to do all your construction during the summer and mm-hmm. stuff. They're like, we don't get a summer. It's five minutes. Yeah. One day in July. Yeah. You're busy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. They all died. They ate, some of them ate each other. Yeah. Um, some of them were eaten. And that's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> and that's how the femur crumbles. I don't know. <laughs> And that's how the coccyx crumbles. Oh, coccyx that's your crumbles. That's your butt bone. Yeah, that's how I heard word. The coccyx crumbles. Well, it's the full os coccyx. Yeah, it's hard. Okay, well, that ought to do it. Um, yeah. You know what? Just don't don't go where you shouldn't be going. Yeah. Uh, but you should go to follow us on social media. Yeah. At DTFU Podcast. All the platforms. Sometimes we post, sometimes we don't. Go to our website, dtfupodcast.com. You always know how to reach us. Join the Facebook group. We haven't really, like, plugged it in a while. And I know, like, we've gotten some messages on Instagram of people, like, reaching out and being like, I should really join. Like, they'll share something Mm -hmm. in a DM. And then they're like, I should really join the Facebook group. And I'm like, you should. It's where you can can share all the fucked up stuff that you can't on your regular timelines. Like, anywhere, really. Like, you can't on Twitter. You can't on, you know, it's like, it's like your little secret, like. Mm, weird place yeah. with your weird friends. And it's so funny. I laugh so hard oh at everything. God. Like, I went, I, like, logged in earlier, and I, like, went back and saw something I've already laughed at 
saw it again, laughed even harder. <laughs> I was like, how is this even happening? It's crazy. And also the people are very funny. Like, it's not even just, yeah. It's anyway. A, it's a nice community. It's very fun. Check it out. Um, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Be excellent to yourselves. And each other. And us. And leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you. Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Five stars. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. Mm.